0: Good morning and welcome to the historic Lindsley Avenue Church of Christ message and uh, we're just very grateful this week because uh, of the success with the big payback so I want to first of all begin by thanking God and by thanking you and for all of our donors and friends thank you for your donations on May 7th we managed to raise over $25,000 for the church um, and so we're just grateful and excited about how that turned out so thank you thank you <clears throat> for being with us and for praying for this church and we uh, promise to continue uh, preserving the beautiful building that we have been blessed with and also serving the least of these so thank you for supporting the big payback and uh, grateful for Middle Tennessee and for all the nonprofits who did so well. Today we're going to talk about mothers and how important uh, mothers are to each of us and what the Bible says. And the Bible is replete with respect and reverence for mothers. And we want to say to all the mothers out there, Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for what you do. I can also say right now, Hi, Mom. I love you. And I know she'll be watching a little later today. And so we just want to show our love and respect to all the mothers out there for who you are, for what you do. And Mother's Day can be very tough, can it? Um, for lots of different reasons. we We think about... Uh, Loved ones who have passed that have gone on that we care about Uh, We also think about infertility And we also think about the woundedness that some of us carry from from different situations and circumstances so Mother's Day isn't always easy and the same is true for any of the holidays Uh, but we want to continue to express our love and our adoration for our mothers out there, the Bible says in proverbs thirty one twenty eight, her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also he praises her. And what a wonderful, beautiful passage that is. And mothers are just so important. And there are some things that mothers say that are kind of universal. There's kind of some ubiquitous statements that mothers say, like phrases like this. If all your friends jumped off of a bridge, would you? Have you ever heard that one? Or, if you keep making that face, it'll freeze that way. Maybe that's what happened to mine. Or, you better wipe that look off your face. Or one that I'm familiar with, because I said so. Remember, as a child, you always ask that question, why? Why, mom? Why, dad? Because I said so. I can't hear myself think. Ever heard that one? I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. Or, when you have kids, I hope they're just like you maybe that rings familiar talking to you is like talking to a brick wall or stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about as long as you're under my roof you'll live by my rules yes ma'am or maybe the phrase from mother's I love you. The love of a mother is truly one of the marvels in the entire universe, isn't it? In fact, scientists have looked at children's brains and have been able to put together that even the structural brain is affected by the nurturing mother. In fact, they say that brain scans, brain images of mothers who are nurturing, who are caring, increase the actual size of the hippocampus by some 10% in nurturing mothers. And the hippocampus is a part uh, of the brain that's associated with memory. So even children that have nurturing mothers Brains are different. They're wired different. They're structurally different because of the love of a mother. Poets have paid homage to mothers in time past. One of my favorite poems and phrases is from Poe, who says, Because I feel in the heavens above, the angels whispering one to another can find among their burning terms of love none so devotional as that of mother. Just a beautiful sentiment that encapsulates what mothers mean, what their love means to each of us. One of the things that I'm sure you're familiar with and that you've grown to appreciate and knowing in your life is that mothering isn't just biological. In fact, you've probably had wonderful women in your life who have mothered you, who have taken care of you, who have nurtured you, who have loved you. In fact, the Bible talks about Women in this way, in 1 Timothy 5, 2, it says, Exhort the older women as mothers, the younger women as sisters with all purity. In Romans sixteen thirteen, Paul says, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me too. And so Paul talks about, Rufus's mother who was also a mother to him and so mothering is more than just something that's biological it's something spiritual isn't it mothering takes shape in teaching in caring in listening and in an affectionate relationship and god even compares his own love to that of a mother. In Isaiah forty-nine fifteen. Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would never forget you, says the Lord. The love of a mother is incomprehensible, isn't it? One of the great joys in my life has been seeing my own wife's love and life transformed by becoming a mother. Here's a cat that just walked in, too. And one of the passages that I want to look at this morning is John chapter 19. And Jesus is dying on the cross and one of the seven sayings the seven words that we have preserved in scripture during this terrible time in his life was that to his mother it says in verse 25 now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother and his mother's sister Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene when Jesus therefore saw his mother And the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. What we find in the life and death of Jesus, that as he was dying, his attention turned to his mother and he charged his disciple John, the disciple in whom he loved, to to take care of his mother. He said, "Behold, your mother." And so today, I want to challenge each of us to behold our mother, to behold her in our hearts and in our minds today. Mary sacrificed so much. In fact when Jesus is presented as an infant to Simeon, Simeon predicts in Luke chapter 2:35, a sword will pierce through your own soul also. So not only did the God of heaven sacrifice, but also the mother Mary also sacrificed in giving her son for humanity when we think about godly mothers there is such an efficacy in who they are and what they are able to accomplish and the Bible has many examples of godly women and godly mothers who lived in God's will one of the greatest examples I think that shows the efficacy of godly mothers is the mother and grandmother of Timothy and what we know about Timothy is is that Paul had charged Timothy had commissioned him to take his ministry in, in many times and at many points and if you can imagine uh, being the successor of the Apostle Paul the greatest missionary the greatest apostle in, in terms of zeal and in terms of his writing. And he says in 1 Timothy 6.20, Oh Timothy, guard what was committed to your trust. And so Timothy occupies this unique place for Paul, that Paul is commissioning him as an older member, as an older minister. He's giving Timothy this responsibility, he says in 2 Timothy 1.14, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit. And so Paul gives young Timothy this huge responsibility uh, to take over, in some cases, his ministry. Remember in 2 Timothy 1, he says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Who shall judge the quick and the dead? Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And so Paul takes Timothy and commissions him, entrusts him with a grave responsibility, the care of many of the churches in which Paul had established. And during this time, there were many false teachers. There were many heresies within the early church that were growing. And in fact, Paul warns Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.6, he says, some having strayed, having turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. So it was a very dangerous time in the early church and there were false teachers among the brethren. And many had fallen away. In 1 Timothy, it talks about four different teachers. The jealous Hermogenes, Demas, Alexander, who had turned away and had done Paul much harm, it says. But to Timothy, he says, I need you to stay the course, to be faithful, to be committed, to be loyal to Timothy, my true son, in the faith, he says. But what's remarkable is that Timothy's faith began with his mother and his grandmother. It says in 2 Timothy 1.5, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you. You see, Timothy's faith began with his mother and grandmother. That's where it generated from. It didn't come from Paul, which is kind of shocking that Paul had, had so much influence on so many, but the faith that was in Timothy first dwelt in his mother and his grandmother. You think about all the things that are passed on generationally. For us guys, you know, it's, it's nice when our dads teach us how to throw the ball, or how to bat, or how to fish, or how to change a tire, or when mothers teach their daughters an old recipe. When a mother passes on an heirloom, a necklace, a ring, all of those different things that we pass generationally, skills and and material things, whatever it may be, but the most precious thing that we can pass on to those that are younger than us, those of a different generation, is faith. It says that Abraham Lincoln once says, "...no one is poor." Who has a godly mother no one's poor if they have that model and that love from a godly mother and the reason why is because faith is the most powerful thing out there listen to what Jesus said of faith in Matthew 17 verse 20 he says because you have so little faith truly I tell you if you have faith as small as a mustard seed You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. You see, even a small faith, an embryonic faith, tiny faith, has so much potentiality and power to it that it can remove mountains in a person's life. So think about how important it is to pass that faith on. And godly mothers are a part of that transmission. Faith is necessary. For without faith it is impossible to please God, it says in Hebrews 11.6. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. Faith is so important. Proverbs says of mothers, of virtuous mothers, of godly mothers. Proverbs 31:25. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. Timothy's faith was rooted in his knowledge of the Scriptures. It says that he knew the scriptures from the time of his childhood. And so the scriptures are a part of that reference point that Timothy had that enriched his life, that prepared him for ministry. And that's where faith comes from. It says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God and that we are to study, to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Timothy was brought up with the Holy Scriptures, knowing the Scriptures, and it was through the Scriptures that Timothy began to understand who Jesus was. It says that Timothy... And 2 Timothy 3.15 was wise unto salvation. The greatest wisdom of all is spiritual understanding of who we are and who we need. And that wisdom is, I need Christ. And Timothy understood that. He had inherited that through his godly mother and grandmother what a wonderful example that serves for each of us behold your mother you know there's a story of Abraham Lincoln during the time of the war and he called in a surgeon into his office and so the surgeon had been working day and night and his anticipation was that he was going to be commended for his undying desire to help and to work, and he was doing a remarkable job. But when he got into the office and he began to talk to Lincoln, Lincoln asked me a question. He says, Have you talked with your mother? Have you written your mother? How is she doing? And the boy said he's or the surgeon said, She's fine. And he said, how do you know? You haven't written her, but she's written me. And she thinks you're dead. And with that, Lincoln got him a piece of paper and a pen and told him to write his mother. Sometimes all of us need to be told, behold thy mother to care for our mother to call our mother to write our mother to love our mother we have a marvelous beautiful example in Christ that in his death he commissioned his disciple to care for his loving mother in grief in distress Today, you have the opportunity maybe to call your mother or to be with your mother or to encourage someone who has mothered you in some way, who has cared for you, who has loved you. So take that opportunity. Also to all of our young mothers out there, remember just how special of a role this is what a vocation it is to be a mother at this time we're going to turn our attention to the Lord's Supper and to remember that a son died for our sins Jesus of Nazareth let's pray as we reflect on his body the bread Father God, we thank you for loving us, having the love of a mother for us, that you would never turn your back on us, and that you gave us your son Jesus, that you justified us in yourself. Thank you for this bread which represents his body and his life. Through Jesus we pray. Amen. pray again father God thank you for this cup which represents the blood of Christ which cleanses us from sins we thank you in the name of Jesus amen thank you so much for joining us today and we celebrate all of our mothers and grandmothers today we want you to know how much we love you and appreciate you if you have a chance uh, please write or call mom today and let her know just how much you love her and also thank you to all the the godly mothers out there uh, who are working hard to educate their children and to support their children and working hard, we pray a blessing for you as well. God bless you, and happy Mother's Day.